0: podcast what's good this is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So I asked our own coach Josh Nagel who is a Cat 1 racer looking to hit some big cross races this year to sit down and talk about an experience that he had just before going to Green Mountain for the last road event and getting some just going to get some fitness some super hard training in over the four days in Vermont and his brain started to get in the way and he started to get those feelings Hey, I don't belong here. I'm not as good as these guys. (laughs) After racing, his numbers were awesome. And it was like really a good launching pad to where we wanted to shoot off to into cross season. And then he went to the first cross race and the brain got in the way again. And the brain is and his thoughts, his negative thoughts of himself were what took him off the podium or a chance to be on the podium he ended up fifth down in dc so i asked him i said hey man would you be vulnerable enough to come on and just talk about this a little bit we all i shouldn't say all a lot of us get these feelings i know i do i go to i made the comment i went to the first i won't call it a local race it was more regional you know coming out of covid down in georgia um i can't remember the name of the race there were probably I don't know, 50, 60 guys. It's the one where I ended up in the break with Will Harden and Matt Guevara. And before the race, I was getting crazy butterflies. And, you know, it was the first race back. And there was just, we've all been there. How do you talk yourself out of that? Or more, how do you rise up and lift yourself up? I just, you know, I think the way what we uncovered now, This was a huge win in figuring this out because Josh has a long cross season ahead and to nip this in the bud now is the way to do it. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Josh and believe in yourself. You need to convince yourself before the race starts that you deserve to be on the podium. And if you're telling yourself, hey, I don't deserve it because I didn't train or I didn't work hard or whatever, then that's on you and that's figuring something out about your training. But Hope you enjoy this one. If you have questions, definitely email josh at bike or myself, brendan at bike. Let us know how we can help you, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, for sure. So I think this is going to be really beneficial, especially because I think it's easy to forget that someone in your shoes still has things that we're uncovering like this, that I know. The, brain, the brain is – a huge piece of this and i think without us getting crazy verbose and making a 30 minute podcast i think in 15 minutes or less i think the best way to do it would be comments before gmsr you went to gmsr and what you what we kind of talked about what you realized and then this last race and i think these two events like i read this more i was i was drinking a couple coffee i was getting like hyped up i was like dude this is this is huge like this is nothing to do with Watts. And I think this is going to have such a big impact on your racing. It's like, yeah, that's where I'm going to leave that. All right. Sweet. I
1: think I got it. Sorry. My, my, it says my internet connection is unstable. So you cut out for a second, Okay, but we'll, we'll start with comments before GMSR. Yeah. Um, so yeah, So you and I chatted, I, I went into it with the expectation that like um just to like you know have fun gain some fitness you know their the long days on the bike have some hard efforts in there but not not expecting a a result you know I wanted to do well of course but I knew I wasn't going to be on the
0: podium Hold on you're yeah, skipping yeah. the part where you weren't even going to race
1: Yeah I know I know you I was talk- going to get there Okay okay So yeah then then like that was like a couple I don't know a couple weeks out <laughs> and then I signed up. Well, no, this is, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm jumping ahead. That was a couple weeks out. And then the more I thought about it, as we got closer to it, I was like, you know, you know, the wheel started turning and I was like, am I going to, am I going to get up there and like not get a result? And like, do I, do I re- like, is that really going to mentally psych myself out? You know? And, and then am I going to go into cross season, like being bummed out with like, Oh man, these dudes rode away from me. Um, what am I doing? Even though I wasn't training for that, you know, I was just using it as a way to soak up fitness, but I still, I was like, I was worried that it was going to start off my cross season with like me being like bummed out on myself. So then you and I chatted and I was going to go and I was just going to, I was like, maybe I'll go to Vermont and I'll just ride endurance all weekend. And you were like, what are you doing, dude? Like, that's ridiculous. And, uh, yeah. And you, you made me see the light there. So I went home. What do you think the light is there? What do you, when you say the light, what do you think that is though? That, that like you put it like i kind of like put a different pers- i got back to my original perspective of mm-hmm. like take a step back you know like y- y- you don't have to go into this like take it for what it is that it's just gonna you're gonna have a great time like i love that race mm-hmm. um and it doesn't like just go into it knowing that i, I don't know like
0: just go knowing race. just go race go race exactly. hard yeah. You know, I was saying when you, when I read that, I'm like, just go ride endurance. I'm like, dude, you're gonna be in a house with people racing, and you're gonna be the guy who's like, all right, I'll see you guys. later. I'm going on a four hour ride. Like, dude, stay home and do that. Like, why yeah. spend all the money and the time and the, you know, I think just the value of going and you're going into race your a race season cross go throttle when other people who are fast or faster are gonna like push you to the limit and having that you know, that's why you would always see these big Northeast cross guys at green mountain. It's like the last kickoff before they go into like their specific period of time where then they're going to race early and they're shooting for, you know, nationals and have all the same goals that you have this year. So I think it's, um, I was glad you turned that corner. And then after I'm trying to think of what stage it was, and I'm going to look back through the notes while you're talking, but talk through just sort of what you felt like you pulled from green mountain from going and actually racing. Well, so that with the time trial on Friday,
1: I hadn't really given much thought to it just cuz I knew like it doesn't really mean that much. You know like when you go into the queen stage, like on on Sunday the big road race day, like that's where all the gaps happen. So I was like if I lose five minutes i didn't lose five minutes on on friday like it's not a big deal you know like i'm either going to be there on sunday or i'm not going to be there so i was just like let's just get through this and like then we have the whole day to chill um so i kind of when i was there at the house we got there early on wednesday night um and then like into thursday like we did a little ride thursday then i started to look at my data from a couple years ago like what i did and i was like okay like let's shoot for this number on the climb and this number on the flat and then, um, we got into the time trial. Like I got there and like, I wasn't really super nervous, which was nice. Um, but I was just like, Hey, it is what it is. And then like another detail there, I told you is that then I, of course I dropped my chain at the start, which was just like, uh, that was totally on me. It was just me. It was just a, a total user error, but, um, it didn't really freak me out that much. My heart rate didn't spike. I was like, okay, whatever, let's go. Did you get off the bike? I did. I had to get off. It was like five, because it, it doesn't 30 second countdown, you know, Mm -hmm. and it got to five seconds. And then like, I just, I moved my pedal just a little bit and then the chain popped off and I was like, Oh, so I had to get off the bike. Then I'm doing the whole time trial. So I get off the bike. I put the chain back on my hands are covered in in like, you know, grease, but I'm like, okay, whatever, which is like, that's what happens. Um, and then, so then the, the dude who started behind me, who would have started behind me is like right next to me, which was actually good because I used him to pace myself. He's like, 30 pounds less than me. I used him to pace myself up the climb. And I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, this is pretty good. We get to the top of the climb. And I'm like, I don't know. I think it's like I cut it into two eight-minute sections. I think it was like to the to the road, which is like at the top of the climb. I think I wanted to be at like seven and a half or eight minutes or something. And I was like, you know, the numbers are pretty good right now. I was like, if I can just hang on, I'll be okay. Um, so yeah, so of course I, I didn't pace it perfectly, but at, at the end of the time trial, like the long story was like, I reviewed all the data and I was like, I did like two Watts less, I think, or two or three than my average from two years ago. And like just kind of blew myself out of the water. I was like, I didn't think I was going to be able to do this. I was expecting like way less. Um, so the, the time wasn't great, I, but I knew I was like, whatever, 30, 40th or 50th or something out of like, you know, 90 guys or 80 guys, but it was fine.
0: You dropped your so- chain. You dropped your chain, but also, yeah, not this isn't your A rate. Like people going into Green Mountain ready to rip, and you set almost a 15 minute lifetime PR, but more importantly, season PRs from five minutes through 16 minutes. Like, yeah. if that alone wasn't the W going into race season, like, okay, yeah, you're ready to freaking go. I know. Um, but so what I want to hit on here is your comment about Sunday. And just psyching yourself out a little bit, and this is what I think is the most common thing of people go to big races, and their brain gets in the way of them racing how they can race. And you had just made the comment, "I just didn't feel like I belonged." What do you? What was going through your mind, and what sort of? How did you psych yourself out a bit? Because the numbers were good. The numbers were good. I was just like, um,
1: I don't really know exactly what it was, but it was just like this overall feeling of like do I really belong here? You know, like I'm probably going to get dropped on the first climb. They're going to hammer it. And then I'm just going to roll in like, and I'm going to be bummed all day. I'm going to ride for three hours and just be like, sh- I should have gone a little bit harder, but should I have even came here? Like I knew I was just expecting like this dreadful day. Um, and, and i thought about it so much and I can't really pinpoint one. It was just this overall feeling of like, I don't belong mm-hmm. and no, no reason why it was just it was just this feeling of like, all these dudes are fitter than me. But They've been trained. Say it again, but they're not, I know, but, but that's just how I felt. And I right. just couldn't get that thought out of my head. Um, so then we got in the race and we did like this little, the, the, the cat one, two did like this extra 11 mile loop. And then we looped back to where the car was. And like, it was, and I was, and we started with this climb. Like we did, we went down. If anybody's done Green Mountain stage ratio, you go, you go like down this little like neutral. And you, we loop back up to the, st- we did this climb, this extra climb. And it wasn't that bad, you know? And I was expecting like, it's going to be super spicy right now. And we got to the top and I, for some reason, had given myself this out of like, if I get dropped on the first climb, like maybe I'll just go back to the car. I know. I'm not saying this is smart. I'm not saying it's a good no, idea. And I'm, I'm laughing in love. I know. You're this, getting that's how this. I feel. So then the climb wasn't bad and like, okay, I'm like, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling okay. I'm chatting with some dudes who I know in the Peloton We're like, I kind of expected this to be a bit worse. Um, And then that was it. And then I got into the groove and like slowly I started to feel better and better. Like, okay, I'm doing okay here. You know, like I'm not at the back of the pack. And even if I was like, it wasn't a big deal. Like I kind of knew where it was going to get spicy.
0: Don't get to the back of the pack. Yeah. You didn't put that in there. I don't think.
1: No, I did. I, mean, I, I stayed. I stayed like I tried to stay towards the middle, you know, um, and we, we, we weren't crushing it all day. So anyway, so we, we got to to Middlebury Gap, which is like the like the I guess the, the, like the legit climb. Legit. Um, yeah. And then there was a there was a gap there. And maybe I could have gone a bit deeper, you know, um, again. But I just kind of stoked. I psyched myself out. I, I knew going into the climb like I was feeling good. Like but then going into the climb, I was like, OK, this is it. This is the part where the day ends, you know. And I didn't fight for positioning into like this right-hand turn. And I just kind of let myself fade. And I was like, oh, the, you know, these dudes are probably going to, you know, this is the break is going to go. Like, don't let these guys go by, you know. <laughs> um,
0: no, just for no reason at all. No reason. So Dude, this yeah. is not uncommon. though. Sorry to cut you off. This is not uncommon. That feeling of like, I'm going to get pushed to the back. I mean, I think, and I always thank Brian Cardona, buddy from home, who I did bat and kill, and it was my first. Uh, was it my first one race? It was early in Cat One, and um, it was not an NRC race, but pro teams could only have three riders. But it was like Bike Reg was there, which was a huge team. Robin Carpenter was on that team. Bobby Lee was there. There's Garneau had their full squad, and I'm standing there. I'm like, all the, I had my one teammate, Botzik. We were so outgunned, and I'm like, all these fast people, I'm gonna get dropped. This sucks. This sucks. I remember being extremely nervous. Like I was on the start line, and I'm like, whoa, like, is this where these count? Like, you just look around and you're intimidated. And Brian Cardona from my club is there. And he's like, yo, dude. He's like, remember, everybody puts their bibs on the same way. You've done all the work. And it was at Baton Kills in April. Like it's the biggest, it's the first biggest litmus test, but like it was the biggest race. It was always marked down. It's like my coach, Jason, and I, we were like, you know, I was ripping in March because I wanted to do well at this race. I came in third. could not believe it. It, like, put our team on the map. It was the an amazing day. We celebrated third place like we won. I think <laughs> the guy that ran our team was playing. We are the champion on the way home. And I was like, well, we came in third, but screw it. Like, But it was all what he said. And I was just like, you know what? just go race. Like just go. And the thing it all unfolded because there was a point in time where there was a lull. And I was like, this is weird. We're going like, this is the time to go. And I attacked with Brett Tivers and we got up the road and we were catching some guys and Jesse Anthony was up the road. And, uh, I remember thinking like, holy crap, if this thing sticks, like this is going to be insane. And I got dropped on the last climb. I couldn't stay with Brett and like barely held off the field for third. But there was so much doubt before. So much doubt. and I think that was like a really huge mental shift to experience the doubt and then the change. And that's why I want to have this conversation with you and like post it to other people because – let's skip green mountain. Like what just happened this past weekend? Because I think this is like, I want this to be in your brain because you're going to feel this again when you get to even bigger races this year and you need to have, you need to be able to shift. This is this thing. The legs have nothing to do with it. So what happened this weekend? Sorry. Can you hear me now, man? There you are. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I missed some of what you said, but I think I got most of it, but like, yeah. So, so going into, into, into the first cross race of the season this past weekend, um, so yeah so there, there was five days there between Green Mountain and then dccx um and yeah and we chat i got we we chatted you and i chatted and i just spent a lot of time thinking about it and then i just i, I was nervous don't get me wrong like the, well I, to be honest with you i, I was less nervous but then a, a bunch of guys signed up day of which we'll get to but um no and i w- i was just like hey man like let's go out there and have some fun first race of the season but also I was like let's get this out of your head. I kept the green mountain number. I, I traveled with it. I was like, remember how you felt like, don't let, just don't, that's don't cool. let that get in your head. Yeah. Um, so, and then, yeah, then like doing, doing the rides during the week. And then even like my openers on Friday, I was just like, I was like, it was a mixture of like two things. I was like, Hey, have some fun. Like these, like you traveled for these races. Like that's kind of, I had fun at green mountain, but I did miss out on some things. Cause I was just like, I was too inside my head. And I was like, you came down to DC, like you always love this race. Like, even if things, even if you get if you get mechanical and you finish in the last place or you don't finish at all, like enjoy the day, you know? So I really focused on that. And then on the flip side of that, I was like, let's go out and destroy some people, you know? And I was like this, let's rip some legs off. And I was like, yes. I can do well. I'm like I, I'm getting a front row star. Like um, I'm good at the whole shot. Like just hold on, you know? So then skip forward to the race and like I can I see some other dudes have signed up and I'm like, okay, I still got the front row start. Like that definitely helps me. Um it's still, it wasn't a huge, like it wasn't a huge, there was 29 guys, call it 30 guys there. Um but um but yeah, I just stayed confident, I stayed in the zone all day. And then we got into the race and I felt good. Like there was a a little mishap with the whistle where the referee didn't do a countdown. She was just like, okay, everyone ready? And then just blew the whistle. And I was like, that's not how it usually goes. (laughs) Surprise. Uh, So I was like, I'm like going for my pedal. My pedal isn't even like set up yet, but I'm like, okay. But I get in and usually I I do pretty well at the whole shot. So I ended up, and it's a long like road into the first turn. That's how DCCX is. So I was like, there's plenty of space here for me to like make up room. So I came around a bunch of guys. I was third into the first turn and then like gaps were open. Like it was, it was super, which always is always, it's like crazy fast. Those first, that first lap, first half lap. Um, and then, yeah. So then like uh, I'm, I'm staying with the front guys. I'm staying there and like, I can just, you can, I can, I don't look at my heart rate at all, but I can just feel like my heart just like pounding out of my chest. Um, but I'm taking good lines. I'm staying there. And then, I just like, I just get to this point where like, it's, they're not like pulling away from me, but I can just feel like, okay, I, I don't know. I know like there's like, there's like the good and bad angel, you know, or the the devil, like the one side's like, you know, like just, you know, stay, stay with these guys, stay with these guys. The other one's like, Oh, just, just, just recover for, take it, take this turn easy and then like recover. And then you can catch up to them. But I know I'm not going to catch up to them. Like, I know that's not going to happen but I, I went with the, with the take it easy. And, um, and that was like the huge tactical error um, where if I just dug a little bit deeper, like, I know, like the whole reason you go hard those first couple laps is just to, to drop dead weight. Like me, you know, like that's what, that's the whole point of it. Drop the doubters. Um, yeah. So, um, so yeah. And then, so I, t- I took a minute to I hit my max heart rate, In the first 10 minutes, like that's, that's, and I never got up that high again, but um, then I recovered for like a lap and I got, I got, I was kind of doubting myself. I I definitely was. I wasn't kind of, I definitely was. And I was like, oh man, like, am I going to recover? What's going to happen here? People are passing me. Um, but I, I jumped onto the back of a, of a train and like now I slid, I went from like third to eighth place. So I wasn't too far back, but I wasn't where I wanted to be because I really wanted the podium. Um, because one of the dudes who signed up was like, I knew like next level, he's won some UCI races. I was like, of course, it would have been great to stay with him. He ended up riding away, which everyone kind of knew was going to happen, but I, there's, there's no reason I can't be on the podium. So I was like, okay, keep, keep fighting. And then, like tradition, like usually in all these races, these hour races, like I just fade. And like, as the race went on, I started picking guys off like the, like I'm like on lap three and the announcer goes, okay, there's going to be five laps left. And of course I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like five more laps. This is insane. Like, and the race, the course is just so fast, but, um, I just was like, let's just do it. I'm like, put your head down and let's just do this. And I started,
0: let's go. And,
1: um, I just started picking guys off. Like I got it, I would get in a group and then they would kind of slow down. And I was like, I feel kind of good right now. So I'd go around a guy, then I'd go around another guy, then I'd go around another guy. And um, so I started moving up. And um, so I get, it wasn't too many guys. There was a couple guys spread out, but I got up to fifth place. And then I got, I kind of went into no man's land and I was between groups. And like, I really wanted to get up to, to see if I could get to, like fourth and like fourth, third, second, second and fourth through fourth roll riding together. But that was, but I was, I found that when I was by myself, like I wasn't hitting, I was, I was giving myself a break. I was doing that same thing I did earlier. Where I was like, recover. And then you can go hard the last couple of laps, which is just terrible. Like I know like I've heard like interviews with Jeremy Powers where he's like, what he tries to do is like two laps hard, then take like a lap easy, but he's also out, out front by himself. And then like he'll do a lap hard and then like finish the last two laps hard. So I was like, okay, let's take it easy a little bit. But I de- I went too easy. And then a dude caught me. So I rode with him for a little while, let him set had set the pace. And like I just really recovered. And I know we were gaining time too. Um, and then I just felt like really good. And then like I was like, it was at minute like 45, and I was like, I'm like astonished at how good I feel right now. So I was like, I don't want to, I could take this guy to the line. I was like, but I want to, maybe I can just drop this dude right now and maybe I can catch up to somebody else. So I attacked him and he he was just gone. And like, I was like, I was I like really surprised myself. And I was like, dude, let's do this. Mm -hmm. So I kind of gritted my teeth. Um, I didn't go as hard, like looking back on it now, which is always easy. Like I probably could have gone harder and maybe made up some more time. I kept telling myself, like, I'm going to like just empty the tank on the last lap and like, I'll see what I can do. Had I gone harder in retrospect, I maybe could have caught fourth place, but, um,
0: because I think it's going to be hard to empty the tank. Sometimes emptying the tank on the last lap, you're thinking that you have all this massive power. You've already gone, four laps the last lap is not going to be full 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 throttle yeah. it's gonna you know you're like threshold above you're coming out of the corners but like had you gone steadier faster for that last lap and a half that's gonna be faster than what your brain is saying full gas it's like dude you're not wishful thinking a little bit you know
1: i know dude for sure for sure but i'm just think, yeah it was yeah in your mind i'm like i i'm just gonna Empty, yes.
0: empty,
1: emptying the tank more to me was like, I'm just going to explode out of every turn, you know, like I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to gain a half a second. Cause I'm going to go a little bit harder out of every turn. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I didn't catch the guy, but the gap was coming down. Cause I could just tell like, you know, on all these courses, you roll back on each other and yourself. I was like, I'm getting a little bit closer. Like uh, that tree was a bit, um, he's a little bit closer to that tree than he was last lap. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I rolled in for fifth by myself and then I got the, I looked at the lap report and my laps were pretty much the same as like the second and third and fourth, but it was just that initial gap, you know? And I just, had I gone just a little bit deeper
0: and trusted myself,
1: I could have been right there.
0: And don't you think, I don't race cross, but I think about this, I'm just like you said, the top guys are trying to ditch the dead weight and had you Doug, I think that You know, I would race that race. Like I'm not letting these guys go. And if I explode, I'm going to explode and recover and probably still end up in my fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth place or close to it. Like, why not just go all in? You're going for the podium. You're not there to get, who cares if you got fifth or eighth or fifth or twelfth. Um, and I think the other thing goes back to when we were talking about Green Mountain and, you know, you'd made the comment like, Hey, we put pressure on ourselves that I look at you and you're thinking, okay, if I go to Green Mountain, I could probably get a top 20. Other people probably think I should get a top 20. What if I don't get this top 20? Da da da, da. And I was trying to remind you like, man, the only result that everybody looks for is their own. Nobody cares and remembers what position you came in. And I think that's why sometimes we fail to just like let it all hang out and throw our best effort out there because we're scared that Joey Pants is going to see that we came in 16th when we could really hold on for eighth. But if we really just push it, like maybe we'll get fifth and maybe we'll move, you know, and then fourth, third, and maybe we might win a race this year. And we just hold ourselves back because of all these expectations that we think other people have on us when they really aren't paying attention and they're worried about their own race and their own result. And if somebody actually is worried about where you came in, they're probably not doing so well in their races, you know? No,
1: you're exactly right, dude.
0: Yeah. I just got in my, I I had like all these, which is weird
1: going into this, going into green mountain. Like I had all these, these other, there's like baggage that I like, brought on myself that I've never felt before. And I didn't really know where it was coming from. And I mean, I I think there are, yeah, it was just, it was just unnecessary stress that I was just putting on myself. Like I was, I was totally just psyching myself out for absolutely no reason. Um, when if I had just gone and chilled and like truly believed in what I was saying of like, let's just go and have a good time and gain some fitness. Like, I think things would have gone so much smoother, you know,
0: there's no pressure. That's what the best
1: races. And
0: plus Green Mountain, it's a huge race. Even if that was your a race, I think people forget about this. People pick an a race and they like go to nationals, let's say, and they come in 40th and they think they're a total failure. It's like, this is, I I still need to figure out a way to get Eric Marcotte on this podcast. He goes, people want to be like the special boy that day. Guess what? Everybody else does too. Just because you trained hard doesn't mean you deserve. like everyone's. Bust an ass. It doesn't mean you failed. It's just a really freaking hard race. So, like, even if Green Mountain was your A race, you'd probably have a chance of doing better when it's not your A race sometimes if you're going to mentally psych yourself out, you know? So, just go to these races and re- go have fun. Like, it has to be fun. I think it's good to have butterflies. I think it's good to put pressure on yourself. I think it's great to hold yourself accountable. I think it's good to be a little nervous on the start line. But then, like, when when the whistle blows five seconds early on you, or when the road race starts or whatever race you're doing, like you just got to go race and don't let the brain hold you back. And I think this is a great thing that happened. Like I really, this could be a huge step forward. And one of your biggest things of when we first started talking before, even as coaches together or as working together as an athlete and a coach you're like, these longer races kick my ass. And it's like, the first thing was like, dude, you need to do these endurance rides. And those are the rides that without calling you out, like those are the ones like, oh, I met up with my buddies and well, we didn't really do endurance. And you're like, you're getting better at doing those. And now I think you're seeing the benefit. Like people do not believe that endurance rides will make you stronger at hard efforts later in races. And that it's making you more aerobic. Like that is endurance. And so it's awesome to see. It's like, what a win to have a race or an event where you learn this much about yourself is just massive. I mean, this sets the, the tone for the rest of the season. And um, I don't know, I'm pumped. I was super pumped. I'm glad you came on to like, I just think it's really good that we, for the, especially the athlete out there that might live in podunk wherever they're trying to race, they don't have a community. They're having these feelings. They might feel like they're on their own out there. I won't say everyone, but a lot of us feel this way. So I really appreciate you sharing it because it's just, yeah, dude, it's, uh, you know, it's a funny activity that like our hobby will make us super anxious and nervous. And it's not like, uh, I don't know. It's weird in that aspect, but I think that makes the wins so much more amazing because it, sometimes you surprise yourself. I mean, Baton kill surprised myself. I was like, I can't believe that just happened. Um, hopefully we get to have some of those experiences this year with you at the race and just be like, dude, I can't believe I was on that podium. That's it just makes it all worth. So it makes it so much more worth it. Like I think the journey is what's worth it. But when there is an accolade that comes with it, it's just like, whoa, that's awesome. And, and you know, dude, you know, from, from you, you say this a lot in the
1: podcast and you say, you say it all over the places, like finding those, those wins, those W's. And I really, I lost sight of that. I didn't, I was all losses for me, you know, I didn't find, and like, even from like base level, it was like the, the W at Green Mountain, like there was a, there was a ton of them don't get me wrong, but it was like, I was expanding my, my comfort zone. I was stepping into my, you know, I was being uncomfortable, you know, and like. I think that right there is like, and I think that's overall what people need to do is that you're not always going to be comfortable with these things. Like a lot of the races I've done, like racing in central park and that, like that scene, like I'm super comfortable with that. This was a whole different animal. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously it got me like really, it got into my head, but now I got a different perspective on it. I've gained some knowledge. It's uh that right there is, is a W
0: that's a huge W. I mean, yeah. it's, gr- it's growing, you know, grow. I was talking to an athlete today who did Leadville was really hoping to get sub nine. I think part of the thing with this year was conditions were a little different. Didn't get sub nine, but I kind of like politely remind him, like he's like, his training age is really like three. So uh, I'm like, man, I think back to my third year. And when I thought like a lot of people train for a year or two and then they get to year three or four and they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm like where I'm at. I look back year three or four and I'm like, laughing you're just no you know we're so new and in america most of us find cycling later in life so we're 30 something years old we think we've hit like where we're at and there's just so much more growth and it's not just watts it's you know one big thing that he had an advantage of was being at leadville again you know where everything is you know how everything goes you know what the start line is going to be like what are the climbs like that i'm like dude now imagine yourself a year later with more training like you're definitely going to be stronger. It, it, no doubt. Just be consistent and train. Go ride. So, man, it's awesome. I think a lot of good things in the past two or three weeks for you that'll set up this year, but then also years to come. So, um, any final thoughts?
1: Um, just – get comfortable being uncomfortable. I feel like I tell, it's funny. I feel like I tell my athletes that, you know, and it's just, I need to like heed my own advice here. Um, So this was a, this was a a
0: great learning experience. So is this really going to be just audio or should I leave like the sleeveless? And No, man, no, don't. Yeah, no video. I look like like an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> we got this is Jim, Brendan interviews joey pants 23 <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: uh, uh yeah this is this is this is my you know backwards hat dylan this is this is the josh pants yeah sleeveless
0: josh love it dude thanks man i will talk to you thanks later man see, see you dude bye, bye.